Evolution.org, episode 546. This one we're going to talk about KISS, keep it simple, stupid, keep it simple, principle for diet, how. Um, so this is uh, this is a good one that we're going to talk about. We talk a lot about diet on these podcasts, more than any other podcast in the fitness or bodybuilding industry. And it's because, you know, diet's important. Diet basically saved my life um, going on a good diet. Because I'm a person who grew up with um, IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, and it's something that some of you out there, um, I think it's a more of a Mediterranean um, type of thing where a lot of people who have you know Italian, Greek, other Mediterranean um, genetics, they tend to have more irritable bowel syndrome. Uh, Middle East, Eastern Europe, even Crohn's disease is very common. But it could be any ethnicity uh, mobster. Um, and it has a lot to do with just the adaptation over time, the evolution of the way, the way our guts did. So really, yeah. uh, when it came to cleaning up my diet, it really saved my life. Because when I was a kid, um, I used to have to have a lot of issues, uh, even though I was a pretty healthy kid. But, you know, once a month, I'd almost have to go to the emergency room because of my stomach. And it had to do with the foods that I was putting in my body or that I was being fed. Um, so, so one of the things too, like if you're in a situation with your fitness journey and you have stomach issues, which a lot of people do, it's going to prevent you from ever reaching your full potential. Even if you're doing SARM, steroids, peptides, supplements, all this stuff, because what happens is when your gut is under stress, you're yeah. not going to be able to properly recover and repair from a workout. Does that make sense? So let's say you have a really good workout and then you come home, you eat really shitty dinner. You don't properly evacuate before bed where you basically take a dump. A lot of people always ask me, what do you mean by evacuation, Steve? I'm talking about taking a dump and pissing because that's how, that's how your body gets, gets rid of waste. <laughs> So then you go to bed and you got all this shit sitting in your gut and sitting in your bowels and whatever that you didn't evacuate and he had a shitty diet. Your body's going to have to at night not going to be able to repair and recover itself. And you're basically stressing out your body. Now, on the flip side, if you eat a proper diet all day, not just after your workout, but before you yep. evacuate before bed because you have normal bowel movements. A lot of people can't have normal bowel movements. They get constipated. And they think that that's normal and it's not. You have to fix that. If you're a person who's constipated all the time and you can't evacuate properly, then it's going to prevent you from reaching your max potential. So not being able to, to properly sleep, not being able to properly recover, not being able to properly repair is what's going to separate you over time from reaching your full potential. Also, it's going to prevent you from getting injuries because your body can't now fix those injuries that you put through your body. So remember when you weight train, you do resistance training or cardio or anything, you're breaking down your muscles, you're breaking down your body and the soft tissues and stuff. So you have to repair and recover from that properly or you're screwed. So diet is a huge, huge part. Even if you don't think it is, even if you're an IFOM person, even if you eat fast food every day and you're like, Steve, I'm still doing good on it. Well, you know what? You do way better if you clean up your diet. So this is the podcast. We're going to keep things simple. We're going to go over that. So I'm also going to touch on that a little bit. Just for a second here, Steve, I'm going to say, for example, uh, and I, I'm a very good example of this. As I've got older, I cannot handle dairy milk 
dark, either the brown or the dark chocolate. Whereas when I was younger, to handle it perfectly well. We could get into, which we won't, but we could get into the modern uh, nutrition with food that's been super isolated, super processed and whatever else, and argued perhaps as uh, if we had basic nutrition, uh, gut health would be better. We're not eating enough fermented foods for gut health. And, and just for the bodybuilding things, Steve, because you mentioned it, and it occurred to me as you were talking. So, guys, what happens is you either get stomach bloat, which is super unattractive, your stomach's sticking out because it's just full of water and slop and whatever else, and it's half digested, or you retain water, which is, you know, because your body's inflamed, because your body's, it's just, it's, it's not good. So literally, as a great example, Steve, it's about constipation. I would, I would argue now, Steve, that there's too many people, and I know people personally, I'm thinking of my mum when we talk about this, uh, who doesn't eat enough roughage, either fibrous vegetables or literally fibrous and roughage in terms of cereals and oats and all this kind of stuff. So they're not cleaning their stomach. People also get into the habit of eating the same crappy food constantly. I, I, I'm no different from anybody else. I like my ice cream. I like my white, my white chocolate. So, you know, there foods, there's probably foods that you and I shouldn't be eating right now that we're eating. And so, you know, it's that kind of analogy right there. And a great example, and, and I, I made this in a pre-show note, Steve, is that when you go on these videos, Steve, and there are a lot of these kind of videos, whether you're Jay Cutler or Dexter Jackson or Ronnie Carmen or whatever, they were eating the same safe for them foods for all of their competition prep. Now, why do top professional bodybuilders with amazing genetics use the KISS approach to food? And I'll tell you for what it is, guys. It's because, number one, it's super controllable. You go on our forums and look at the logs. You need a little bit more protein, number one. Someone else, a little bit more carbs. Just add another cup of rice to your diet. Uh, stick a couple of eggs in there, a handful of nuts. We, the approach that we give when we're giving that advice is real simple. And the advice in terms of the, the manipulation of the carbs, a little bit less rice, a little bit more, some more chicken breast, some less chicken breast, a little bit more steak, is real, real simple. We're not coming up with crazy recipes. We're not coming up with like, eat ostrich or have emu or you know chew on crocodile. We're keeping it real, real simple because we know for ourselves – and we know, as I said just now, from top professional bodybuilders with the greatest genetics on the planet of all time are taking the simple approach. So that's why you will see chicken breast. That's why you will see finely chopped up and minced steak. That's why you will see organic hot eggs, the yolk and the whites. You will sometimes split out, sometimes together. But you won't see exotic foods. You won't see some sort of diet that's made the front page of Cosmopolitan because it's the latest thing or wherever else. And that's with guys with I and mean, women with the best genetics you could possibly imagine. This is someone that arguably would still look pretty damn good eating nothing but Rice Krispies. But they have the same food as everyone, tuna, orange roughy. They're having the same fish. They're having the same meats. They're having the same dairy. They're having the same vegetables. And they do this real, real simple approach because if they're a little bit ahead of schedule, they can take a cup out here. They can take a few ounces of meat out there. If they're behind schedule, they can add a little bit of food in. If they're not quite recovering from the workouts, they can add a little bit more protein. Why, why, why do we recommend, and Steve's a big one on this as well, why do we recommend healthy nuts? 
we see this again because you know, the oils are there, the protein is there, it's the volume of food is actually relatively low for the nutrition it's contained. And that's another reason why these guys are doing it. They're doing it because they're getting the most bang for their buck from these very, very simple brews and super simple approach. What varies is the amount of protein. What varies is how many cups of rice, how many cups of pasta, this kind of stuff. Why do you think so many of them are meal prep? It's more to do with the simple fact of, and again, it's always going to be healthy food in those meal prep things. There's no great variation. A quick tip, if you want something to spice things up, with this real, real simple KISS approach to food is, and I think Steve and I agreed on this in a previous podcast, learn to make your own sauces, your own herb mixtures, your own seasoning, and add that to these boring, bland, real simple foods that even the top professionals are using. Again, Steve, what do you think about this approach that even the top pros are using, That why we can't? We can or we can't approach it ourselves in the same way. Well, it's not just pro bodybuilders, just pros of any sport. We see guys um, in professional sports who live, who, you know, have a really long career and they stay really healthy and they do very well. Tom Brady comes to mind. I talk about him a lot. And um, you have to respect what he did. And he was very, very uh, uh, specific about what he put in his body. He didn't put anything in his body unless it was good. And people would make fun of him. They'd be like, you know, oh, you're avocado ice cream or, or whatever. They'd always make fun of them for doing that. And these are guys that they die at 50 years old of heart attacks. Those, that's those types of guys. They make fun of them because they're jealous because he has discipline and he's not a food addict. So that's why they make fun of them. And you, they're going to make fun of you too. A lot of people, your friends, your family, they'll make fun of you um, for eating the way you shouldn't. But don't let anybody ever press you into eating their crappy food. So I'm going to go over four quality food options. It doesn't matter if you're new to fitness, you've been a pro bodybuilder or whatever. These are the four basic things that you can do. Um, put the four basic foods. If you want to keep things simple. So this is what you do. I, everyone always wants to always ask me like, Steve, can you lay out a diet for me? That's simple that I can follow. So I'll, I'll lay one out right now, right now for you. Number one, fruit. Now fruit, you know, a lot of people say fruit's bad for you, but blah, 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 it's got sugar, blah, 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 blah. Fruit is mostly made up of water. And the rest of it is fiber and there's a very small amount of sugar in it. But the sugar that's in it is broken down so slowly because of all the fiber in that fruit and because it's naturally derived sugar. It's not refined sugar. It's naturally derived. So it's broken down so slowly that you don't get much of an insulin spike. So ask any type 2 diabetic. Ask them if you eat a piece of fruit, a piece of raw fruit, does your blood sugar spike like crazy? They'll be like, no. But then if you take that fruit and you juice the fruit and then you drink the orange juice from that fruit, then your blood sugar does spike. It's because you're extracting all that fiber out of it. So stick to whole fruits, vegetables. That's number two. Green vegetables. How many of you eat green vegetables? When was the last time you ate a green vegetable? Most of you probably you haven't eaten a green vegetable in like a month. I know people who, who haven't eaten vegetables in years and they're so unhealthy. Fruits have vitamins, minerals, electrolytes, tons of water, tons of fiber. They're very wholesome. They're very, very good for you. Our ancestors evolved from fruits. Every religious book that was written over time, 10,000 different religions, mobster, they all mentioned fruit in the books. 
So our ancestors were eating fruit. They knew how important fruit was. It was literally the first food that our ancestors put in their body was fruit because we evolved from the jungle, jungles of Africa, where fruit was plentiful. And that's what we ate. We can see colors because, because we evolved eating fruit. That gave us the ability. Your cat can't see colors. Your dog can't see colors. Do they eat fruit in nature? Not really. No, <laughs> they don't. I don't see I don't see lions going around picking fruit off of trees. But our ancestors ate fruit because we could see the colors. We could see if the fruit was ripe or unripe. Okay. So vegetables, cancer causing, uh, cancer killing compounds and 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 supplements that are in vegetables. Broccoli, for example, indole-3-carbinol, it kills cancer in the body, kills cancer cells. Do you know people in your life who have cancer? It's really, really sad. It's horrible. But ask yourself, how often do they eat vegetables? And most of them don't eat vegetables. They don't eat very many. And that's a shame because those compounds that are in the vegetables actually attack cancer cells in the body. So vegetables are very, very important. They also have fiber. They also have vitamins and minerals that you need. For your muscles. Number three, organ, uh, animal organ. Uh, these are your protein choices or bone broth. And these are both very, very important. And again, our ancestors, when they would make a big kill, if they were lucky enough to get a big kill, they wouldn't sit there and cut off the, the, the muscle parts of the animal, you know, like people do today. I see people, they go to the grocery store, they pick out the leanest meat they can find. Oh, I, I want the leanest meat I can get, the, and I want a steak. And then they cook the steak, and they cut off the fat from the steak, and they make it well done. You know, uh, there's, that's not nutritious, guys. You've got to eat the animal organs. If you don't have access to animal organs, which it is hard to get in America because it's not in demand, so it's it's very hard to get. Then stick to bone broth, and bone broth is very easy. Uh, any health food store they sell good quality bones, and you can. Take the bones, put them in the pot for 24 hours or 48 hours and eat and drink the bone broth. That's your protein. That's that's the that's the healthy type protein that you can get. And it's full of collagen and collagen will help repair and, re and, 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 and recover all your soft tissues in your body and all these injuries. So it is the most best protein option for you. Now, organs, why are organs so good for you? Because they're full of water. They have high water content. And they're full of minerals, rich, rich minerals and vitamins that you won't find eating a well-done steak with the fat cut off. Okay. Um, and processed meats are so bad for you. Bacon and hot dogs and cold cuts, so bad for you. You're talking about that if you're really eating that and you consider that protein in your diet, then that just shows you how if it fits your macros is bullshit because that is not that's so bad for you. It's so bad for your gut. Processed meat does way more harm than good. You're you're, you're better off not eating any protein than eating processed meat. And then I'll bring you in mobster, but I got to talk about the fourth one. So we talk about fruits, vegetables, your protein options. And the fourth one is your good fats. Now, good fats can be humane, friendly, pastured eggs. Now, remember, in America, there's an easy way to know if your eggs are good quality. If the chickens were free to run around in the sun, getting the vitamin D from the sun, eating bugs and, and seeds off the ground, having a good time, living a good life as chickens, or if they're stuck in cages where they're spreading disease amongst each other and they're miserable and they're tortured. And those chickens 
spread the disease. This is why in America right now, I don't know if it's the same way in England, we have a big egg shortage and egg prices are skyrocketing. It's because people keep buying the shitty eggs. So you're buying these cheap eggs and you're making the prices of all the eggs go up because of your ignorance. So you need to look for that stamp that says humane friendly. If everyone just ate humane friendly eggs, it put all these corporate farms out of business that are spreading the disease that are causing the price of eggs to go up because we have a shortage of eggs. So you're actually hurting yourself by buying. So good quality eggs are a good fat source and eat the whole egg. Don't cut off the egg yolk. Like I see people who follow white watchers, they cut off the egg yolk. There's nothing wrong with the egg yolk. Egg yolk is full of the nutrition in the egg. Again, it's got to be a high quality egg, not a cheap Walmart egg. Okay. Raw nuts are another source of good quality fats. Um, and, and, you know, there's th those types of foods, avocado, great source of fat um, in avocado. Learn to make guacamole, for example. It's a really, really good um, thing that you can eat with anything. Um, you can eat it with um, with with anything. Um, you just eat it by itself, or you can eat it with other things. And it really, really, uh, it's a good good topping for any uh, salad or anything like that. So those are the four. If you want to keep it simple, those are the four different things you need: fruits, vegetables, high quality protein sources, which is which is animal organs and bone broth, and then the fourth is good fats. If you follow those four, if that's what you're putting in your body, I I, I guarantee you that you will completely reverse any type of issue you're having and you will be optimally better when it comes to your fitness, whatever your fitness goals happen to be. So mobs are touching that a little bit and then we'll move on to uh, some of the other tips I have. Right. So in a little while, we're going to talk about some meal prep tips uh, and a few other tips, but let me start at the top here, Steve. Fresh over frozen and frozen over processed. So fresh, Steve's mentioned this in another podcast. If you can buy locally and you can buy organic, do so. And there's a little, I think I touched this in another podcast, Steve, where the American government had actually said that nutritional, mineral, and, and quality uh, of uh, certain fruits and vegetables that they tested back in the 50s had got worse in modern times than it did back in the 50s. In other words, the way that we grow fruit the way that we process food, by the time that we got to sit at a table, we were getting less nutrition out of it than, than, than 60, 70 years ago. And that was an example of why modern society in the way that we grow and prepare food had actually made the food that we were eating less better for us than previously. So fresh, frozen, you want the stuff that's frozen, like, you know, they picked it on a farm and it was frozen by the time we got to the track. The, 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 we got a company over here that used to claim that for years. So that's the stuff that I'd want. And again, if I could still have that, I'd prefer a local over something that's come halfway across the world. Now, uh, I'll give you another one. And I actually, because I've mentioned this previously, I make my own ice cream. And in my own ice cream, there's only four basic ingredients. Now, I can add a bunch of lovely bits of fruit or, or, or meringue or whatever to really sort of uh, turn it into some sort of Ben and Jerry's uh, lookalike. But the basic part of the ice cream there's only four ingredients steve it's sugar milk cream and eggs that's it now guys go to the supermarket and i love my ice cream i really do go to the supermarket and pick up even your favorite brands and i'm including ben and jerry's and hagen but especially the economy brands the supermarket's own brand 
and turn that frozen tub of ice cream around towards you and read the label. I, I, I <laughs> There's a really good ice cream company up the road from here, Steve. It's a bit of a trek. Good half-hour drive to go and get it. But they make a sorbet in its 15 ingredients. A sorbet is essentially flavour and ice. But their sorbet, because it needs to be stable, because it needs to hold itself together when you're, you're taking it home from the shop, before you get it into the freezer indoors, it needs to travel on a truck, all those other things. It's got 15 ingredients. I've seen ice creams here, Steve, where the first ingredient should be cream or milk and it's skim milk powder or reconstituted skim milk powder. It's just, and that's just number one of 20 ingredients. And I'm just using ice cream as an example. If you've got a thing, like Steve's mentioned it as a great one, proper honey, locally honey. From If you know someone has got a beehive and you get honey from them, it's going to have honey in it. That's all that's going to be in there. You probably know the flowers in that person's garden that the bees were getting their pollen from, that they were turning into honey. What they wear is lavender or whatever. You literally know who owns them, the flowers that the bees are using, and you know that all that's in that jar that that person gave you is honey. Go to the supermarket, and even honey will have like additives and preservatives and colorings and whatever else in. So the less ingredients in your product, the simpler that product is. The KISS approach, especially a pricier and fresh over frozen, the better. And then when it comes to vegetables, Steve mentioned already, I would actually go with colors again, Steve. And one of the reasons that we do this in nature is we're able to recognize if a fruit is the wrong color that we shouldn't eat it. We know that berries, certain berries we're not supposed to eat because they're poisonous. That's the reason why certain insects and birds are colored, snakes, etc., are colored in certain ways. It's a danger signal. Now, with vegetables, those vegetables and fruits that we can eat, it's more color the better. So you kind of want mixed fruit salads and mixed three different kinds of vegetables chopped up and cooked together. Minimize your cooking. I want to touch on meal prep here, Steve, before we look at anything else. So, guys, we've done this in the past. And I talked about it at the beginning when I said that the pros take a simple approach to nutrition. So buying a whole case of chicken breast or, or doing a deal with your butcher for four or five or six pounds of steak instead of half a pound, an eight ounce or a 16 ounce. No, no, no. You're buying five or six steaks. You're buying five or six, you're buying 12 half pounds steaks. Buying, hell, you might even, because if you're going to be eating that so goddamn often, four ounces at a time multiple times a day. You can buy whole cases of fish. And all you got to do is get home and separate that stuff out. You're saving money. If you do a deal with a butcher and you become a good customer, he will prep that stuff for you. He will separate it out for you. He'll take the heads off the fish. He'll gut the fish. He'll put them into the four ounces and eight ounces of salmon that you want. He'll, he'll take those steaks and, and, and it'll show you the hindquarter in the freezer because you're a real good customer because you're going in there. And when every time you go in there, Steve, you're spending $150, not $20 or $30. And they'll say, I've got some of that steak in. Do you want to see? And it will show you the hindquarter at the back. How, how thick do you want me to slice it, Steve? Now you're doing deals. You're saving money. You've become a great customer. The person, the, the butchers, the fishmonger, the, veg, the, the green grocer, whatever, they're preparing these things for you. They're getting stuff in for you. They're getting, if they, oh, you've got a competition coming up. Sometimes, and this is, this is even better, Steve, sometimes they'll give you free shit because you're such a great customer. They know you've got a competition. You'll get a tray of those organic eggs that you mentioned earlier on because you're spending $100, $150. 
you look at the top pros again, I think I believe Jay Cutler's a good example of that. Again, I think he was buying he even as a young, just starting out before he became Mr. Olympia bodybuilder, he was buying half a cow at a time, filling that big deep freeze right up to the brim, and doing a deal with the butcher. You're buying if if the butcher's buying two or three cows worth of meat, you've got him a better price for the meat that he's buying to sell in the shop because you're buying a half a cow at a time. Do deals with wholesalers. Same thing was to go, go to the Chinese grocers and get those huge bags of rice. Learn how to cook this stuff in advance. And again, I referred to the idea of seasonings earlier on. You can cook 20 chicken breasts in the grill or in the oven at the same goddamn time as two chicken breasts. It literally takes the same amount of time to cook them all. You might have to separate them out, but now you've saved yourself 10 meals worth of time because you've spent an extra bit of time at the beginning cooking 20. You've now got 18 that you haven't got to cook. That's eight. That's nine meals that you haven't got to prepare because you've just done all that work in one hour, doing the same amount of time cooking as the two would have taken you for one meal. Give them some meal prep and, and, and simple food ideas, Steve, an approach that you would use. Yeah, so we talked about it on prior podcasts a lot too, but um, look, a lot of people, they don't grow up really seeing their parents cook and so they don't really understand how to cook so for them cooking is calling up doordash and having food delivered to their door that's that's cooking for them people don't even know how to grocery shop so there are things out there called grocery stores so um, you don't have to go and hunt and kill and grow your own food but, um, you know, I, I do it as much as I can. Um, I like to go fishing and catch my own fish. I like to have a garden where I can grow my own tomatoes and my own herbs and stuff. But I get it. A lot of people live in apartments. You don't have the ability to do that or you're not, you know, you don't have the time or the you don't really know how to hunt, which is fine. So there are things about grocery stores. You can go there and buy groceries and cook them yourself. So it's really good at home to have you know, a pan, you need good quality, unprocessed, unrefined coconut oil to cook with. That's going to help you. An oven, a stovetop, um, you know, an air fryer is a really good option too. So air fryers, you can cook a lot of things in that air fryer that are really good. And then obviously I mentioned bone broth earlier. How do you cook the bone broth? You need a crock pot. Now a crock pot is going to be great for a lot of you. Um, just use plain um, vegetable broth. You can use a plain vegetable broth. You really need to look at the ingredients of these broths because a lot of them do have onions and garlic, and you don't want to put onions and garlic in your body. That's the whole point of not stressing your body out because as Monster mentioned earlier, he has a problem with dairy. So when he consumes dairy post-workout, it's going to stress his body out, and it's not going to allow his body to recover and repair itself. So anything that is causing any types of issues in your body, you need to eliminate. For a lot of you following... Uh, eliminating the high FODMAP foods, F-O-D-M-A-P, Google that, and you'll see charts of fo high FODMAP foods. Eliminating those foods, you'd be shocked at how quickly you improve. And that includes you, mobster, not just with dairy and gluten and soy, a lot of these inflammatory things that we're putting in our body, but also these high FODMAP foods, which do irritate the crap out of our stomach. So anything that irritates your stomach needs to be eliminated. You have to understand that. Um, so Getting, you know, a crock pot, you can just throw the bones in there with the with the high quality um, vegetable broth, or you can just use water. Okay, if you can't find high quality vegetable broth, then just use water. And 
And then you just let it cook in that crock pot for 24 or 48 hours. And it will break down those bones and it'll turn into bone broth in there. And it tastes great. I mean, it's the, the nutrition that's in that is so incredible. Um, it's so good for you. And that would be a solution for a lot of you. If you like to cook, you know, things on the barbecue, get a barbecue. You can buy a small barbecue if you want. You don't have to spend hundreds of dollars on a big barbecue like a lot of people have. So, I mean, just learn to cook and learn to prep your own food. Don't depend on other people to cook for you because that's when you get you get into trouble. Remember, restaurants and fast food places, they put tons of refined oils in their food. They put tons of stuff in their food to make it satiating, but it's not healthy for you. So, Mobster, finish up with your final thoughts and take us to the disclaimer. We'll have a lot more on nutrition coming up, in, in, including a rant podcast. You guys want to always hear me rant on nutrition. It's coming on that one uh, in the future. So uh, keep an eye on that one. Let me give you one more tip. Guys, even if you've got an apartment, get yourself a window box and grow some herbs and just have those herbs to your basic, simple nutrition. And the, the pride you'll get from just doing stuff for yourself. And I actually think in some ways, especially when it comes to some of the meals that Steve's talked about when they get delivered, you'll save a few bucks as well. But you will enjoy making this stuff. You will enjoy growing it. And you'll like the fact that it's fresh. You're literally snipping mint or, or basil straight off the plant, letting it dry for a day or two, and then sprinkling it onto your food. It's just going to be absolutely amazing. And there's a million, million videos on YouTube that can give you real simple ideas and super simple approaches. Again, why KISS? Because you're controlling your nutrition you're looking for a healthy body, you'll get a greater response to your training because you'll recover better and you'll be able to control your fats and your carbohydrates and your proteins. And you will see that stuff if you're a bodybuilder in the mirror. You'll see it in terms of your recovery. So these are the ideas. We will have, as Steve said, other stuff in the future and there's other ideas that we can throw at you. And give us some of your own as well in the comments. We look for that stuff all the time. Please note, we're not doctors and the opinions are ours. It's our view and based on our experience and views on the topic. A podcast for informational purposes and entertainment only. The freedom of speech and the First Amendment apply.